So the headline here is that DeepMind's Chinchilla is a 70B model and it has crushed traditional compression algorithms and opening, it's I think really kind of opening new avenues for AI utility. So data compression has long been a kind of cornerstone of computing, um, enabling the efficient storage and transfer of huge, uh, you know, sets of data. I mean, if you've watched the TV show Silicon Valley, you'll know it's all about, you know, their, their fake company was all about like this company that could do this really impressive compression stuff. They're pretty much getting files to be as small as possible um, makes a big difference, right? Like if you're able to watch a YouTube video and let's say the YouTube video was, you know, a tenth of the size because it was super compressed, but the quality was just as good. Everything would load faster. There'd be no buffering. There'd be, it just solves a lot of the problems on the internet today. Um, if we were able to compress things more. So apparently AI is quite good at this, alarmingly good, some people say. But this new study from DeepMind, which is, of course, the subsidiary that Google purchased, um, the AI studio that Google owns now, um, the study by DeepMind suggests that machine learning models previously renowned for, of course, text-based tasks may actually outperform traditional algorithms in compressing data. Um, and in some cases, significantly so. So the study published on ARXIV, this is kind of like, uh, how do I explain it? If you don't know, ARXIV is like where everyone's publishing studies now. They don't have to be super peer-reviewed. Um, and you just kind of get them out quick and dirty there. Uh, and so some people kind of question the, uh, the validity of things that are published there. So for example, if you remember a while back when we had like the whole um, the whole like, what was it like that magnet? Um, oh yeah, it was room temperature, um, superconductor of material or whatever that was published. The paper on that was published on ARXIV. I think now it's been disproven. I don't think it was actually truly uh, what they said it was, but that's where it came out. So just so you know, in any case, this study they published, um, is titled language modeling in compression. And it asserts that DeepMind's large language model known as Chinchilla 70B can perform lossless compression on various data types more effectively than established algorithms. So specifically when tested on image patches from the ImageNet image database, Chinchilla compressed the data to 43% of its original size. And this was outperforming the PNG algorithm. So PNG, as you may know, is kind of a, a file type that a lot of images are made in. Um, I, I think like maybe the most standard and common that you'll see an image is jpeg right um and then png is kind of famous because it can do transparent backgrounds but yeah png is like more is a is a more compressed algorithm for these images um but even more than png uh the this chinchilla is compressing it like 43 percent more than its uh original more than an image's original size and it's beating the png algorithm right now which um achieved i think 58 percent only achieved 58%. So even more startlingly for audio samples from the Libra speech data set, Chinchilla managed to compress them to a mere 16% of their raw size, um, which was outshining Flax 30%. Um, so Chinchilla and using AI to create an algorithm to compress is literally beating some of these famous algorithms that we've had. So in this, this is what they said, quote, in this case, lower numbers is the results uh, in the result means more compression is taking place and lossless compression means that no data is lost during the compression process. Um, so that's what the paper is kind of clarifying. I think this finding stands in contrast to lossy techniques like JPEG, which trade, which, you know, trade data fidelity for file size reduction. So you can get yeah, essentially smaller file size in JPEG, but as it gets smaller, 
um, you're, you know, of course, losing fidelity. The, the image is getting worse. So what's really interesting here is they're able to compress this smaller. The algorithms they use compress the images smaller, but there is no loss in data, meaning the image is just as high quality um, as kind of the raw original file. So I think what makes these findings really fascinating is that Chinchilla's 70B was primarily trained for text-based tasks. Um, however, its capability to outperform al algorithms you know, specifically designed for image and audio compression underscore its versatility and opens up some new conversations about machine learning models being more than just text prediction tools, right? So when we talk about ChatGPT or GPT-4, we're like, yeah, this thing's great. It's just, you know, it's it's not that like intelligent. It's just kind of predicting, um, it's just predicting the next word in a sequence. Okay, well, you know, how come these things are able to create really complex algorithms that are smarter than any human created algorithms we have so far, right? So it's definitely bringing up this conversation of, you know, what more can it do? Why is it capable of writing these algorithms? I think this revelation kind of aligns with broader perspectives within computer science that associate data compression efficacy with general intelligence. So the thesis is that compressing data effectively requires identifying patterns and making sense of complexity, much like how a kind of form of understanding or representation of the world operates. So let's talk a little bit about the Hutter Prize and the intelligence compression nexus. You're like, what the heck is that? So the concept of linking compression ability to general intelligence isn't new. So this has actually received some scholarly attention through initiatives like the Hutter Prize. Um, this was named after Marcus Hutter, who is a researcher in the field of AI and one of the authors of the DeepMind paper. Um, this prize aims to incentivize the most efficient compression of a fixed set of English text. So the rationale is that efficient text compression would necessitate an understanding of semantic and syntactic uh, or yeah, uh, patterns in language. So this is not dissimilar from kind of human comprehension, right? Like people really do say that like this is complex stuff. And some people say like humans really have to understand what's going on. This isn't just like text prediction. This model would really have to understand. So um, I think the, the paper doesn't stop at compression. DeepMind researchers argue that the relationship between data prediction and compression is bidirectional. Um, so that is to say, you know, a robust comp uh, compression algorithm like gzip could theoretically be reverse engineered to generate new original data based on what it has essentially learned. So in one experiment, both gzip and uh, chinchilla were tested to predict what comes next in a sequence of data. And not surprisingly, while gzip generated, you know, completely nonsensical output, chinchilla displayed far better generative capabilities. So Though DeepMind's research has not yet undergone peer review, it has raised, I think, some really intriguing questions and opens the door to possible new applications for machine learning models um, in fields beyond text. I think given the ongoing debate and studies examining the relationship between compression and intelligence, it's likely that this won't be the last we hear of this topic. Um, and I think that as data continues to grow exponentially in both volume and complexity, efficient compression is going to become increasingly essential, right? You think every time the new iPhone comes out and it gets higher and higher quality, we get, you know, more megapixel cameras, like all of our data and everything we create, all of our content, our image photos, everything is just increasing in size. And I think with that um, increasing in uh, compression is really important. So if DeepMind's Chinchilla's 70B is any indicator, machine learning models just might be a game changer. 
that we have been waiting for in this field. So definitely something we'll continue to follow in the future. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode, breaking down how AI is impacting your industry. Today's episode is sponsored by AIbox, a no-code AI app builder and marketplace, which just launched a crowdfunding campaign. If you are interested in investing in a new AI startup, you can go to republic.com slash AI dash box. I'll leave a link in the show notes as well to learn more. The minimum investment is $150 and the maximum investment is $100,000. Until next time, have a fantastic day. Thank you.